Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the EFES podcast. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to subscribe to the show on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, Chase Urich here with another episode of FS Nation podcast coming to you live. This is episode number seven. Uh, very excited to have you guys join us, whether it's morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you're you're at, and whatever time it is when you're logging in and joining in, we appreciate you jumping on with us. Um, I'm going to start off with just introducing our guest today. I'm very excited, selfishly, I'm excited again, as I always am, to have this guest on with us. I've known this gentleman since I was born into the business. I've had the luxury and pleasure of not only working with him, but also um, I, I really consider Joe to be one of my mentors and has really for a long, a long time now. Um, but I'm excited to have Joe Chacho on, uh, owner and operator of uh, Chacho Insurance Crew out in Tampa, Florida, on today with us. Joe, appreciate you jumping on to give us some time, buddy. You're very welcome. Thank you. We're going to have a little fun today. We're going to try to keep it around that normal time timeline that we normally have here as we're doing these podcasts. Uh, we want to start off today as we introduce you guys. If you look back at other podcasts, what we do is we like to introduce you to our guests. And then our goal is we want to circle back. We want to come back. We're going to have some roundtable discussions. But we want to start off with each time we have a new guest on, introducing them to you. So you can get to know who they are uh, and get to know them a little bit so that future podcasts, you're like, ah, oh, I remember Joe. Ah, oh, I remember Cole. I remember Holden. So as we jump into this uh, this episode number seven, uh, getting to know Joe a bit here. Joe, like I said, is in Florida. Joe started back with Equita back in 2005. Uh, was one of the first agents that we ever worked with as we opened up our final expense division. But Joe had been in the business well before that. I will tell you now, Joe, also over $52 million in life production all time. Uh, got a very successful business he's running over there. Extremely excited to have you on. Hey, Joe, tell us a little bit about so the audience can get to know you. Just a little bit about uh, how you broke into the business. Chase, I started the business in 1997 knowing basically nothing about anything. And my brother Jimmy introduced me to a gentleman named by Jamie Solano, who'd been in the business for a long period of time. He took me under his wings and started coaching me and training me. Kind of told me how many days to work, which back in the old days, these guys uh, got everything ready on Mondays, worked Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, off on Fridays. And the background I came from was working like seven days a week. So I just couldn't, couldn't handle only working three days, four days a week. So I started order my own mail, had fairly nice size contracts, and yet it just wasn't going the way I really wanted. I really wasn't seeing enough people because I thought I knew how to order mail, yet I didn't do it the right way. So at the end of December of, 94, of uh, 2004, I received a postcard from Equita telling me that they had an opportunity, called up, spoke to Eric, had a long conversation, he asked me what my thoughts were about joining the program. And back then he had a, re a very unique plan. He had a freebie program at a 70 point commission. And whenever you take a hit in commission back in the day or any time, it kind of hurts your manly ego. So I said, you know, I don't know. He said, Joe, I'll get you 20, 25 leads a week. So I did the math on what I was paying for leads, how many people I was seeing, my AP. And I said, you know, what do I have to lose I've got free leads coming in at a smaller contract, but yet he's going to probably get me about 10 to 12 more leads than I was getting on a regular basis before. I made the move, started in February 2005, and the rest is history. Been with you guys since then. We've had our ups and downs on lead cost and commissions and different carries we brought on. So, so far, 
it's been a great, great venue working with you, Chase, because you were probably the third person I met working at Equitum. They flew me up there a bunch of times. We definitely broke bread, had a lot of good times. And you and I taught each other. You taught me the corporate aspect. I taught you the all the in the field aspects on how to do things. So that was a great blend for you and I. So um, the first time I was ever in the field was actually with you when I was 22 years old in Tampa. The first time I was ever in the field, I was with you. I remember we driving by the house and seeing some guys pumping iron in the yard, um, you know, teaching me what to wear, what not to wear, how to get out of the car, how to approach the door. You know, you look like a policeman when you dress like this. You don't want to be, you know, all of those things have uh, have really been the foundation of really me uh, in, in this business and kind of becoming who I am today. So uh, we're dating ourselves a little bit, but that's okay. Um, I, I do appreciate you saying what you said. I want to kind of drill in on something because you've been doing this for a long time. You've also not only been doing life, you've been doing Medicare for some time. Tell us a little bit about your introduction to Medicare. How did you get in that? I ran across Medicare through a, a friend probably, I don't know, 12, 13 years ago. And uh, they were not letting independent agents do Medicare Advantage. I'd done some Medicare supplement prior. And I got my feet wet with United Healthcare. And uh, it was a learning process. You got to go through the certifications, which is a little bit challenging because when you're trying to hustle life insurance, filing expense, and now you're throwing a curveball, let's talk about Medicare Advantage and Medicare supplements, is everybody, I was a little hesitant on doing it. Yet I said, you know, I'm a firm believer you need different streams of income to make your checking account grow. So I listened to this gentleman, went out, started working, learned it very well. It is something that I have grown and done very well in it. And with Chase, got agents working with us, and it's been very, very, very fun doing the Medicare Advantage. The most important thing that I've got to say is back when I started, there was no lifetime renewal. Today, in the med subs, the med advantage, no matter what it's a PPO, HMO, uh, a CSNP, SNP, you're going to get, which I love, is lifetime renewals, and the renewals go up a couple dollars every year. So every year, every month, I look at my checking account between my renewals on the life insurance, the final expense, the uh, Medicare Advantage and the subs, and the other things that I do in the insurance field. It's a nice little comforting feeling knowing that I took that leap to do the Medicare Advantage because it's probably a large chunk of my monthly check. Yeah, there's a lot of agents out there that are struggling that may not be the best final expense closers in the world. So they think, man, I don't, I don't really know if this business is for me. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it. When you kind of cross-pollinate there, because it is for the most part, as we've talked on other podcasts, we've talked on training calls, you know, it is almost that for the most part, high percentage that that's a, that that client that you meet with for one or the other is going to be, you know, a good fit for one or the other. So if you talk to a final expense client, high probability that they could be a Medicare Advantage client or supplement client, uh, don't short sell yourself. And my point is we have agents that we've worked with over the years. They may not be a 20, 30 plus thousand dollar month producer, but that doesn't mean that they're not successful. Those that bake in these two worlds together, they put their residual income with that nice front end income and they're able to have longevity in the business. So I love I love hearing that from that perspective from you. I want to talk about, as we kind of go back to the genesis of it, you were in the kind of in the Medicare side of it, as well as the final expense. You were in the thick of like the Wild West, the Wild West days of, 
uh, no regulation for Medicare, um, a handful, not a ton of insurance companies in the final expense when you first got rolling. Uh, I remember when I first got in, it was really condensed down. There were only a few major players. Now it seems like everybody and their mom is an IMO or an FMO. I want to talk a little bit about some of the key points that you learned as you got into this business and even up until today that you believe will help someone be successful in the final expense space. If there's someone struggling out there, what do you believe are some keys to help? Chase, you know, as well as I, I talk to agents every day, whether they're in the home with a client or they're at home trying to figure out what they're going to do to do better. And some of the things that I feel that have made me very successful is have work ethics. Just go to work. Okay, don't call me at home and tell me you're not making no money when you're sitting at home watching I Love Lucy. So I believe in having structure, being consistent, and never giving up. When you work a lead, a lead is an opportunity for us to knock at our door. No matter whether it's a direct mail, a Facebook lead, an internet lead, it's an excuse or reason to knock at a door. From there, you've got to know and you need to practice what you've got to say when you get to that front door. Because I think about every door I go to, I'm kind of like a, a different actor on the scene, on a stage in Broadway. Got no idea who's going to come out from behind that curtain. Got no idea what they're going to say. So for anybody to be successful in any sales job, primarily what we focus on, you need to know what to say and how to say it. You need to talk a little bit slower. You need to be a little bit more precise with the words that you say. You need to have more compassion when you're speaking with somebody, even at the front door. And just because they tell you they don't remember sending in the cards for final expense, I tell people when I go to a door, I'm here to talk to you about a card you sent in regarding, and I've got four topics that I talk about. If you say, I'm here to talk to you about final expense, and they say, I don't need it, I bought something, you're kind of like a fish out of water. So what I train and I do is that I tell people when I go to a door, you were sent this card in wanting some information either on a fire expense plan, you wanted us to review the insurance you had, or you wanted some additional information on the changes in Medicare, or you wanted some information on something for your children or an accidental program. And the reason I do that is that when they tell me they've already bought this or that, I can now parlay to another one, telling them, could it have been you wanted information about this or that? Usually, when you do that there, it gives you an opportunity to be able to open up because there's no fun spending $56 for a lead, going to the door and saying, you send this card in for final expense. Then when they tell you I've already bought something, I don't need it, I changed my mind, I got to talk to my kids about it. What happens, a lot of us just get nervous. We don't know what to say and we leave and we say, well, that's a bad lead. And you know something, guys, not every lead's the greatest one. I, I'm not going to sit and tell you every lead's the greatest one, okay? Yet the people who send those cards in are called responders. Your job is to know what to say and how to say it. Our game does not start until the client says no or I want to think about it. So my recommendation is to train yourself. When you're in the shower, think about this stuff here. When you're at a stoplight going down to see another appointment, think about if the client tells me this, what do I say? If the client doesn't want this, how do I say something? It's a constant practicing game. 
I, I love it. I love it. And you just, you kind of just went into something there that I think I, I want to drill down on just a little bit more, which is uh, the overcoming of the objections and rebuttal. You just gave an absolute nugget there of the game not starting until you get told no, or I want to think about it. I want to kind of drill down into overcoming objections and rebuttals with you a little bit. You've been a master since I've known you at this, and I know you teach this regularly. When it comes down to the objections and the rebuttals, the new agent struggles with that. You know, a lot of people fail out of the business just simply due to the fact that they don't understand or they don't like, or they don't get used to the fact that you're going to get told no, most likely seven or eight times out of 10. And that rejection kind of eats at them. And then eventually they want to go find to do something else. Those that are successful, we have found, they understand that it's a numbers game. I'm getting the no's out of the way. And now I got to keep drudging forward so I can get to those yeses. Your mindset, getting into the business and even as of today, when you're sitting there with somebody and they tell you no, what's the game that you're playing there? How are you getting to where you want to be with that person? No's got to be your favorite word. <clears throat> I've used this analogy, and you guys may have heard this before. A professional baseball player gets up to bat. If he gets two and a half hits or three hits out of 10, he's a professional ball player making millions of dollars. So if you sit and think about a professional ball player who's out there striking out, grounding out, flying out seven out of 10 times, think about that as you getting to know. Now, a professional baseball player practices every day. He don't play. He don't practice once a week. He's out there doing it every day. So what I recommend you guys to do, if you're a phone sale person or you're a face-to-face -face person, have some cheat sheets in front of you that people can't read upside down. Have some things written down. I can't afford it. Today's not a good day. You can't use my checking account. Have a piece of paper on the side of where you're talking to the client. Client's got no idea what you got there. You can say, excuse me, hold on one second. Make like you're thinking, look at your cheat sheet. It'll bring you back on focus. The more little items you have written down, the better you're going to keep yourself in the game. I'm going to tell you one thing that I used to do all the time. Whenever a client starts telling you, no, I don't want, I don't, I, I got to think about it. Today's not a good day. I, I'm not feeling well. And they're at the front door with their robe on telling you they got to go to the doctor. What I do is that I look at things that I'm having problems with, things that I'm having a hard time remember to say to break that ice or to get me back on track. I've got little three by five cards that I put on my dashboard when I was out hustling every day. And I would have on there who will pay the burden, think about it. Today's not a good day. I've got all these little cards written in my on my card dashboard. You would think I'm some crazy guy, but I got at least four or five of them on my dashboard. And what happens is that when I get into a stage where I'm frozen, they throw you a curveball, they throw you a knuckleball, you don't know what to do. I visualize what's on my dashboard to kind of get me out of the slump. That's what I do. And I know that will help you as well. Yeah, I love that. And I want to kind of go down the rabbit hole a little bit further on 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 the objections part of it because you you mentioned it as well. It's continuous learning and education that's going to help you get more comfortable, as you just said. You know, it's 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 going and, and going through training, leaning on a mentor and asking for help. Hey, I'm really struggling here. I'm going to record the next few houses I get in or the next few doors I get on. I'm going to send this to you. Can you critique me? That kind of stuff is huge. As you go through the continuous training part of it, what you just said, I love taking notes of the areas that you know you're struggling with right now. Nobody else is in the car with you more often than not. You're by yourself. 
you have to be able to self-diagnose and you got to be able to lean on a mentor to be able to say, hey, struggling with this, how can you help me? I love that part of it because too often, a lot of people that get into the business or they're not reaching that level of success they're looking for, they, they once again, like you said, they want to blame the leads. They want to blame this carrier. They want to blame what everything else other than can I get better at what I'm saying and how I'm trying to articulate the message to the person I'm, I'm, I'm communicating with. I love that part of it, Joe. Um, I want to talk about products and I don't want to go down the rabbit hole too much with you, but um, products have changed quite a bit since uh, since you first got into the business. We've got 8 million products at our disposal. The, on the product topic, I want to talk about simplicity. And you've touched on this and you've taught on this for some time. You want to be diverse, but touch a little bit about, you know, if you don't mind, just kind of peeking in, in, inside the head of Joe Chacho about your thoughts when you're working with a new agent or someone looking to become successful, how you start them off with a product portfolio. Because I see on social media, all of these people ask, well, I need this company. I need that company. I need, do you keep it simple? Do you keep it compact? How do you go about it with new agents needing product? Chance, a very good question. What ends up happening is that agents are all over searching the web and they're hearing people talk about they got to have this carrier, this carrier. What I like to do is start you off with three carriers. Okay. I make sure the carriers I set you up with have the Social Security premium billing to where you've got a much better chance of getting paid. Number two, I'm going to set you up with a carrier that's going to give you an instant approval on your iPad when you're sitting with somebody. And the three carriers are going to have, one of them is going to have COPD, emphysema, Parkinson, lupus for immediate coverage. The other one's going to have it for different reasons. <clears throat> now, I want you to learn one carrier inside out. That's going to be your go-to carrier. Learn the second carrier. That's going to be your backup. And then learn your third one. I recommend you to get only three because you're going to be inundated with everything coming in and learning it, especially if you're new. Once you learn something and you know it fairly well, and let's say you come across a client and you call me, say, Joe, this is Frank. I'm in the house with a client and uh, the client has this, this, and this. And I look at it and I said, you know something? The client's a smoker. And I asked this, this just happened to me yesterday. A client called, an agent called me yesterday and said, Joe, I got a client that says the prices are a little bit too high. She's 57 years old and she's a smoker and she wants to get a $25,000 program. So I asked her, asked him to ask her, does she smoke cigarettes or the little cigars? And she says, well, I just smoke little cigars. I don't like cigarettes. So I was able to tell him, let's put her with prosperity. Now, he didn't have prosperity at the time, okay? Three carriers. He didn't have prosperity. Today, he got signed up for prosperity, and I told him, and whenever Nate talks to me on the phone, he does not talk to me on a speakerphone. He talks to me headset to headset. I said, tell her that you ran out of applications. Tell her that your computer is not loaded up for the application because it's an e-app. Tell her I'll have to get back to you in a couple of days once I load it up. I gave him the new price on what it would be. And from a smoker to a non-smoker, the price dropped drastically. And she thought he was the greatest agent since sliced bread. That has to do with learning your products. Equita has got cheat sheets that you guys need to learn. So when you're in this situation, you know exactly where to go. Chase said you're in a house by yourself. So you think about it. You're in a house by yourself. 
you're the teacher, you're the student, you're the advisor, you're the coach, you're the counselor, you're everything, and there's nobody there helping you. You feel like a fish out of water. Equity's got an Equity hotline. You can call up to talk to somebody. I'm in a pinch. I've got a unique situation. Who do you advise me to do? And here's the beauty about that. The client is seeing that you are making an effort to help them. You're reaching to somebody with higher authority because you're going to tell them they changed a couple applications. They tweaked a couple applications. And I want to make sure that I'm getting you the best program because I know you're on a budget. You call up. Let's say you talk to Cole McCoy. Cole's going to say, Joe, put that client with this person, this person. Now, what I'm going to tell you to do is to tell the client, he told me to put you with, let's say, American Amicable. You know something? That's exactly what I was thinking. I'm very happy he told me that there because that's one of the better priced carriers. I don't give no prices to nobody unless I know the carrier. I don't discuss a carrier until I know a carrier because it's kind of like open mouth, insert foot when you start giving too much information. Call for help. Everybody that works with us, everybody that works with Equita, we're not competitors, guys. We're all on the same team. We're in different areas of the United States. So when you call and ask for help and they answer your question and help you make a sale, I don't know many other places that do that. Chase, are there many other IMOs or FMOs, whatever you want to call that does that? I'm sure that there's somebody that does something similar, but to your point, what a resource, what a tool to where, number one, to have somebody as a mentor that you can call directly, but then also to have a lifeline where there's 15 plus elite level individuals in this business who have been at the same house, who have knocked on the same types of doors, run the same appointments that are going to pick up your phone and help you out and give you that third party validation, that underage support to your point. It is, it's something that, you know, we've had it so long now that we kind of take it for granted, but it is a game changer, as you said, because it lets the client know that you're doing everything you can to help them. That's, you know, I'm I'm not, I'm gonna I'm gonna spare no expense. I'm gonna make sure that I get the right answer for you. So I abs- I absolutely love that part. And if you're listening in right now, we don't actually work together. Uh, if you're somebody that's you know not with Equina, that's totally okay. Uh, I would recommend number one, make sure that the person that you have your contracts with and that you're working with is a good mentor and that that that's somebody reliable that you can call and ask for help. That's that's huge. That's that's paramount to your success um, because you want to fail forward. You're going to fail. You're going to get beat up, but you need to have a mentor that can help you get to that next level and continue to level up. Uh, and number two, if you're somebody listening in right now, you're like, man, I, just, I don't have that person. I've been here long enough. I've I, I kind of died on the vine. Or you do want to level up. We welcome the phone call. Uh, Joe's going to share some of his contact info here in just a little bit. And then you can also go to FS Nation as well. But we take a lot of pride in the community that we have, as Joe mentioned. You know, people coming together, that all boats rise mentality to help those that are on the come up and then those that are already established elevate their game and get even better. So, Joe, I want to kind of segment and, and you know, pivot out here real quick. I want to talk about cross-selling opportunities. As we talked about Medicare a moment ago, I want to talk about, you mentioned your career of being able to have that residual income and that that upfront cash with final expense, it's the one same client. We talked about that. How big of a game changer is that for somebody in the business who's only selling just life right now? It's scary to start doing something different. You finally learn one thing. Now they're telling you to learn something else. When I first started, I was doing final expense, 
my friend Scott, who got me in the business, said, Joe, you got to start selling individual health insurance. I said, Scott, there's a lot to learn. He said, Joe, you're going to make 20% commission or 25, whatever it was back then, on whatever you sell. I said, damn, I said, if I sell a policy for $200 and I'm making 25% commission, I'm making $50 every single month, month after month, I said, damn. So what I'm going to recommend you guys to do, you got to take a leap of faith. You got to get out of that little that that little pontoon boat and you need to jump in the water and swim with the sharks. When you guys feel that you're ready to go, you sometimes got to give your own self a kick in the butt because if you don't, somebody else is going to do it. I'm a firm believer that when I go into a home, I'm going to talk about everything. And if there was somebody there before me, which there's been somebody else before you or after you, they're going to talk to them about final expense. And they're going to sit and say, well, I've already got that. And they're going to say, well, who do you have your health insurance with? They're going to go, well, I've got it with United Healthcare. Agent's going to say, well, you know something? Have you heard about this carry that gives a get back plan? Maybe something you may need to take care of some of your everyday expenses. You just lost your United Healthcare. And you know what's going to happen now? I'm going to take your life insurance you gave to that person, okay? Because I would tell them, I said, isn't it much smarter to call just one person when you have an issue on a banking issue or a doctor issue or a bill issue? Medicare Advantage will cost you time to do the certifications. They're paying the butt. I'm not going to tell you they're not. Yet, once you do a couple of them and you got to recertify every year, and what you guys to sit and think when you recertify, what it's doing is that it's allowing you to get your renewals to come in. If you don't recertify, you lose your renewals. So if you got a hundred clients, and right now in Tampa, Florida, or the state of Florida, your uh, your actual renewals are three hundred dollars. Three hundred times a hundred is thirty thousand dollars a year. I know damn good and well, I'm going to be doing my certs. To get my 30000 every year. Medicare Advantage. Lifetime renewals. Medicare Supplements. Lifetime renewals. I've got no problem even offering somebody an accidental program. For maybe seven, eight, ten dollars $10 a month. Because you know something? It's going to stay on the books. Because they can be an Uber driver. Uber Eats. A Lake. Whatever driver they are. That's paying for your leads. And what happens is that when you gain the trust of one person in that house. They're going to tell people other things about you. I love by you guys. I advertise on Facebook. I'm on my Facebook page. People call me for life insurance, Medicare Advantage insurance. A young lady I went to high school with got her brother to call me a couple days ago. He didn't know me. I don't know him. You got to stay in front of people. One thing an agent told me that everybody knows, especially Chase, is Jack Skag. He said, Joe, you cannot be a secret agent. You got to let people know what you do. So what I did, I got a company card with my picture on it, which shows who I am. They see my face. And I had them listed on my card what I do. Medicare Advantage, Medicare Supplements, annuities. Jace hasn't talked about annuities. He's got Jeremy Gordy, works at home office, who will walk your client through an application to sign them up for an annuity plan and you have to know nothing about it. He's going to give you a quick coaching lesson to tell you what to ask, what to write down. 
he's even did it for one of the agents who worked for me. He had the, I was on a three-way call with this guy. He's with me, the agent who's at the client's house doing a three-way call, and the agent is filling out the ap application as he's helping her. Guys, it don't get no easier than that there. So when people tell me they're not making enough money, it's because you're lazy. You don't have the desire to make money, okay? Equita will give you every tool you need. It's up to you if you're going to take advantage of the resources that we give you. Okay? I'm going to challenge you on if you're sitting out there right now, and we'll end the podcast today because Joe's got me on fire over here. Um, if, if you're sitting out there today right now and you're tired of those dial days, you just get told, go dial more. Uh, activity, like Joe said, that's huge. But if you're tired of the dial days, you're tired of the old crusty digitals, you're old, you're tired of not having a mentor. If you're sitting there right now and just kind of withering away in this business and you want to have a jolt, you want to have kind of a change and overall, maybe a supercharger put on this, on this bad boy for you, reach out today. Joe, how does anybody in our audience that's listening in, how can they get a hold of you and your team to talk about maybe talking to you about getting going? You can call me. My number is 813-988. 3200. I'd be happy to speak with you. I've got Heather to help you out, Jay to help you out. And um, there is a lot of opportunity. No matter who you guys go to work for, think about this here. Look for somebody who's going to take care of you. Look for somebody that's going to return your phone call. Look for somebody that's going to send you a little bit of supplies, help you on the back end. Right now, there's a lot more people doing what we're doing. That's why the lead cost is going up. Okay. The insurance costs have gone up. Can't tell you why, I guess due to deaths. But find a mentor that is going to help you. Interview a couple, three people. You don't have to call the first guy and say, I want to get a contract with you. Listen to what he's got. And most importantly, commission means a lot. But commission is not everything when it comes to somebody who's going to help you, assist you, hold your hands, and help you through that rough boat ride. Leads are the most important part and make sure that you talk to somebody who can help you with referrals. Referrals cost you zero, but will make you a ton of money. Yeah, to Joe's point, and we'll end it with this. You can be about commission or you can be about deposits. Which one is it? Which one gets the job done for you and the reason you got into this business? Joe, appreciate you tremendously. I'll say this to many people, but I love you as always. And uh, we're going to have to do this again sooner or later. You mentioned a name. We're going to have to get him all with us. We're going to have to get Jack Skaggs on with us here soon. And uh, we'll, we'll have some fun, but I appreciate your time today. Okay, bro. Love you too. Everybody have a great day and the best of luck to everybody. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the EFES podcast. For more, visit EFESNation.com and subscribe to the podcast catalog on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.